Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Make It Make Sense. My name is Joshua, and with me here is... Sebi Tennyson. So, awesome. Today's episode, man, today's episode is tough because I am down almost $1,000 in a particular stock I invested in. Ooh. So, yeah. A Yes, it's a lot of money because I'm remember, sure yeah, because I mean, yeah, and my strategy that I started adopting was, and this is one of the risks with the strategy that I have, is that whenever you are trying to not invest in a lot of stocks at the same time, because I already have ACK, the ETF, which helps me with my diversification, and thankfully, I am still up in that portfolio, right? Mm -hmm. But the stock that I regret, well, regret is such a strong word. <laughs> I would say I'm just disappointed in the performance of the stock itself. Uh. It's Alibaba, right? And Baba is such a good company. It's just so heartbreaking that it's not performing as well as it should be. What did they right? do? So Alibaba is a retail service, right? You know, like it's your Amazon, but basically it's the giant in China where in America you have Amazon, while in China you have Alibaba, right? Hey, so sense. it's really big. I would say Alibaba is a merge between Etsy because you get like unique items. Also eBay because you can bid on there as well as Amazon as well, right? So I really like them a lot, especially because China is also one of those economies where it's actually competing a lot with the U.S. because even Biden mentioned how China is out-investing the U.S., right? So obviously their GDP is growing really fast. And some people argue that if America is not careful by, I believe it was between 2025 and 2030 that they would actually beat America in GDP, so one of the reasons why I feel like it's grossly unfair why Alibaba is not performing as well or the stock isn't performing as well is because the company is doing what it's supposed to. Because in their recent earnings in May 12, right, the estimated earnings were supposed to be around $1.47, but Alibaba actually beat earnings and they reported that their earnings per share was $10.32 beating earnings by $8.85. This is also a growth company that has its price earnings ratio of $28.01 compared to Amazon that has their price earnings ratio at $64. And to me, I believe that Alibaba shouldn't be trading for anything less than $1,000. So and it's severely undervalued. Is anything going on with Alibaba that might cause it to not perform as well? Because... I own Alibaba at okay. some point, right? But fortunately for me, I got it when it was cheaper. I yeah. bought Alibaba when it was about 150. Yeah. I sold some when it was 300. Then I sold some when it started underperforming. I sold the rest. And stuff. So is there any reason, is anything going on? Yeah, I feel like one of the notable one that everyone is aware of is just, it's nothing done by the company itself. It's just really the government surrounding them. I believe Jack Ma said something against the Chinese government and they retaliated and, you know, gave him a fine. And they also blocked a merger that, or an acquisition that this company were about to have. And also an IPO that was supposed to be like a record-breaking IPO. So they blocked all of that because they, they claimed that they didn't want Alibaba to have a monopoly. But we know that's not why they did it. So one thing we understand about the stock market is that they investors hate uncertainty, right? And when you're having so, like a government uncertainty, that's not something that investors want to mess with. So I think that's the reason why, or at least that seems to be the really reason why Alibaba is not performing as well because other uh, Chinese stocks are also being affected by this as well. But 
if it comes to a fundamental basis, the company is still doing really well. They are performing how they're supposed to. They are breaking earnings. They are earning they are a number of users that went on all-time high. So fundamentally or business-wise, it's a good company, but the stock is just not performing well. So what would you say is a stock that you regret buying or just disappointed at the stock performance? Okay, I'll say mine is AMD, yeah. right? So I have a love-hate relationship with AMD. The first time I invested in them was about three years ago. And AMD was, I think it was about $20 or $15. So it was really, really cheap. And I sold it when it was $50, right? So just background, AMD, they make um, graphic cards and computer chips, mm-hmm. right? So whenever you see games, it's used in cars, it's used in so many electronic products. AMD yeah. makes the semiconductor chips they're used in them yes. and the modules as well. So I had them about three years ago. I bought it for a cheap price. I made a good profit. But I, I still kept up with the company, like seeing what how they were advancing. They have a very great CEO, Lisa Su. She's she's wonderful. She's a phenomenal leader mm-hmm. as well. So I was keeping track with it. I was like, okay, it is time to get back in. <laughs> right. So I got back in, I think it was last year, I believe. And I got in at about eighty five to eighty six dollars. <laughs> and I think when they were about to announce their earnings in early January, this just, just this past January, they had a great run up, you know, because yeah. a, a lot of people were expecting, cool, yeah. yes. And it ran up to almost $100. I think it ran up to $95, $96. So I was like, yeah. okay, okay, it's doing what it's supposed to. But they sold the news on earnings, right? Yeah. Their earnings were great, but we've seen more of this happen recently where, yes, where a company has great earnings and they just sell the news. And that's what happened to AMD. But I was like, okay, this is no surprise. And I held it. And throughout, man, AMD was just underperforming because I looked at NVIDIA, even Micron. I, look, I looked at LAM Research. I looked at Clack 10 Core. You know, they were all doing well. And um, Applied Materials, I looked at Taiwan Semi. They were all doing all like, man, that, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stock that, you know, brings out the African parent in me because I have AMD as well. In my mind, I'm like, can't you see what your mates are doing? Can't you perform? <laughs> no, Because very it's very annoying, especially because they, they were even saying that there's a shortage of chips going on. So you would think that these people would... You know, come on and do something. Exactly. But they refused to do anything. Just shamelessly, the stock was not performing or doing anything. Yes, exactly. So I did a little research and I saw that some of these semi-chips, actually some of the most shorted um, stocks in the market. So I was like, okay, maybe this is what I was holding it down. But at some point, I was just like, okay, there's better you know, opportunities for my money. So I sold all of it. But man, if you own the stock, I don't think you should sell it just yet. Because after the last earnings, they've announced deals with Tesla yeah. and with Google. Also, the board just announced that they can do a $2 billion um, share buyback. So I expect the stock to do in the coming days. I, I agree with you. I actually own AMD and I am not selling. And the reason leads me back, the reason leads me to a stock I regret selling, which is NVIDIA <laughs> 2 in this chip space. Because initially I entered NVIDIA when it was $197.55. And guess how much I sold it for? How much? <laughs> oh my gosh. I sold it for $197.62. Oh and I bought it in 2017 and sold it in 2019 because it just wasn't performing. Oh no. Guess what? In January 2020, this stock started to rip. And currently, the price is about $760. About. That, that's about it. And that will be about 400% return. Like that's wow. times four. So I just missed out. And the funny thing that the reason why I also sold it was because I was annoyed. Their dividends per share at the time when I had it in 2017, 
2018 and 2019 when they gave me dividends was 15 cents right per share so basically if you had like around 10 you have dollar 50 right if you had like 10 yes and mind you this was i had this three times so they gave me dividends every four months and it was increased again in 2018 to 16 cents so that's how much it was increased. So that would be if you had ten, a dollar sixty, and it was given to me three times. So I was angry because, man, I'm getting more in dividends. Dividends are so little anyway. I mean, not little because they're pretty generous compared to other growths or semiconductor companies, right? They're pretty generous. So it was really annoying for me because I am getting more in, I'm getting more in dividends than I am in the return of the stock. So I sold it, and then it started to rip. And now I am extremely livid, very pissed. <laughs> now That's what well. exactly. I don't even know if they even do the stock split because they've been saying it since. <laughs> I think they, they don't they, do this time. If they don't do it, that'll be surprising. But let's see. Well, whatever. I'm just really pissed off at the stock. Honestly, <laughs> it's been really annoying for me. That's one of the reasons why I'm still holding on to AMD because they're exhibiting the same type of behavior, not really doing anything, not reperforming, even though the CEO is great, the product is great and in high demand, not really doing anything. So I personally wouldn't sell. I I do regret holding it. Well, I don't even know, but it's just really annoying because again, these are good companies. The stock is just not responding to how great this company is. Yes. So... For me, stocks I regret selling or <laughs> stocks I regret not buying, they're actually both in the same industry, yeah. right? So we know when COVID happened, um, a lot of the supply chain started getting disrupted, yeah. right? Because people could not move around frequently. People could not build houses because summer was the period where a lot of the construction work was done to build houses, right? But I knew there was going to be a huge pent-up demand that all this demand was going to get pushed to the next year, right? And when people move into new houses or new apartments, what's well, something they try to buy a lot of furniture, yeah. right? And they want to get it from the cheapest places possible, you know? And this is where two companies come in. The first one is Love Sack, yeah. and the second one is Wayfair, oh, right? <laughs> so I was watching both of them, Love Sack, Wayfair, and I actually bought Love Sack. Um, the ticket symbol is Love, L-O-V-E. And I bought it when it was $25, Right. And I held it. I remember they released their earnings. Their earnings, it was okay. It wasn't too bad, you know. It went from 25 to like 32 or 33. And I think I was just like, ah, right? <laughs> and I just sold it. Guess what? You know, after I sold it, this thing has ripped from <laughs> <laughs> so $25. I bought it. You and just it, wait like a day or a week. Yeah. Imagine, I think the worst is when they rip. Like a week after, after you sell, and true. you're just like, "What?" After <laughs> holding this thing for months, oh, or yeah. in my case, two years, and then you rip the next week. Yeah. What? I held Love Sack for like three or four months, but anyways, it ripped to almost a hundred dollars just yeah. a few weeks ago. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" The second one is Wayfair, also yeah. in the same space, right? And this you was saw that when it was twenty. So actually, this was actually last year during the COVID um, crash. Right. I remember looking at my Robin Hood because then that's what I used to use. Right. And I looked at Wayfair. I was like, huh, this thing is $20. E-commerce, furniture, you know, a lot of people want to get houses. You know, they're going to need furniture, you know, cheap ones that is very easy to get, you know, and Wayfair is like the number one stop shop. Yeah. But for some reason, 
right? I thought this the COVID crash was going to be something worse. Yeah. So I wanted to get at something even cheaper. But I now pull the trigger, you know. And at its peak, Wayfair <laughs> went from $21 to almost 400 It was actually $369. Can you imagine? <laughs> from $21 to 369 So I guess those two, feel, those two stocks are actually like kind of the regrets that man I should have bought it. But guess what? I think there's actually still like an enormous opportunity for those two companies, but I would like to get them on a pullback. Exactly. Hey, hey. <laughs> that is actually really funny. But other than those stocks, I guess the only honorable mention that I would say is Neo. Oh my gosh. Why are you breaking my heart, Neo? Because it's such a good company too. I feel like they're the only uh wordy i won't say they're the only wordy competitor in china to tesla but they're one of the biggest ones that actually have their cars and people are actually driving it they have good numbers good earnings and everything so i wish neo would do better and perform better like with yeah. its stock but i think the same thing affecting baba is affecting neo so yeah guys you have seen some of the l's we have taken we always talk about w's today is talking about <laughs> our l's and we hope you learn from it, you know, uh, patience. This game is all about patience, about discipline, yes. and just enjoying what the stock market is doing because sometimes they don't respond as you would want them to respond. Yes. They It has a mind of its own, you know. Markets are rational sometimes, right? For example, look at the Baba thing, you know. Yeah. The news does not affect the fundamentals, but a lot of people read, like the market yeah. reads into that. Oh, what if the Chinese government does something else, yeah. you know, that will hinder Alibaba's revenue further, even though they haven't done anything like that. You and know? they are still always yes, beating everything. Earnings. I feel like this time they actually beat their revenue by $7 billion. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. So it's actually really annoying that the yeah. price is not. At this point, Alibaba is a value stock. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, bet. It really is a value stock. It really is at this point. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you in our next episode. Uh, stay tuned for more of Make It Make Sense.